everyone. You're listening to Keeping It Real with Janine, your guide to living an authentic, healthy life podcast. I am your hostess, Janine Strong, and my guest today is energy healer, Pamela. Uh, oh, and now her name is hard to say, and let me see if I can do it. She gave me a little hint. Iloa. Ilawa. Uh, let's see if you say Laya. <laughs> How do you say it, Pamela? Uh, uh, Aloya. 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 <laughs> Thank you, and my apologies. No worries at all. <laughs> Pam- Pamela has focused on individual and collective energy healing for the past 20 years. In 2003, she started the Soul Angel Energy Center, and she provides insight and instruction for people to expand their consciousness, encourage and support self-discovery, and create enhanced life experiences. I think something that we all would like to have more of. Her latest book, The Daily Cloak, offers a unique, easy-to-apply array of spiritual essentials for creating a serene tapestry of clarity and protection for everyday living and provides a solid foundation to build or enhance daily energetic practices and awareness. In her work, Pamela guides people to understand themselves so balanced decisions can be made and living in alignment internally and externally becomes not only possible, but achievable. Hi, Pamela. How are you? Hi, Janine. I'm great. Great. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. I'm laughing because uh, just so the listeners know, <clears throat> excuse me, we've had like technical issues <laughs> and, and it's been funny because I was telling you that I feel like I've never done this before. <laughs> it just started at the beginning instead of having over a hundred conversations now. Um, so I don't know if it's because there's so many retrogrades or that your topic is energy management. So all kinds of things are going awry, but <laughs> I'm very glad to have you here. And, uh, if what we just went through is any indication, this should be a fun conversation. <laughs> it should be, right? <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so tell us a little bit. I like to, when possible, get a, a person's background. You know, how you got into doing this, what, you know, where, where your interests lie so people can get to know you a little bit. Sure. So I guess it was about 20 years ago, I was having some health issues and I had been going to see the doctor for several years and I thought that it would be helpful because I was getting limited relief by that in in taking that route that it was beneficial for me to look at alternative methods. Mm -hmm. So when I started looking into alternative methods, I found that energy work was quite helpful for me to the point where the energy work helped alleviate about 75% of the symptoms that I was having. Wow. And when I realized that that it was the energy work that was responsible for that, I said to myself, I need to learn as much as I possibly can about energy work and share it with as many people as I can. And that was the start of my energy awareness, I guess, um, route. And then I took as many classes as I could with whatever I was drawn to and started sharing that with many people, at least initially with friends and family. And then beyond that, it started out as, you know, getting a, a storefront and having people come in and sharing 
via individual sessions as well as meditations and workshops. And it simply evolved from there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kind of just flowed in there. <laughs> yes, it really did. It really flowed. That is true. What were you doing before? I was and still am involved in corporate America. Mm -hmm. I've had a number of jobs. My main, I guess the main one that I've been doing the most is project management for IT companies. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I'm still involved with that. I, I like the practicality and logistical factors of that piece of my life. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that between that and the energy work that I do, it's, it really keeps me balanced. Um, so I, I, I enjoy both right now. Um, mm -hmm. At the same time, the energy work also keeps me sane. So right. <laughs> it, it's helpful. <laughs> I know we kind of need, I, I, I know for myself, I need something like concrete, like I knit and crochet. Okay. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's something that I can see the progress. Mm -hmm. Whereas with mm -hmm. energetic kinds of work, it's, it's, it's more abstract. It doesn't have mm -hmm. that, that concreteness to it. Mm -hmm. And I find it interesting how many people get on a path because of health issues. I know. I know. It is amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I think uh, to me, it's, well, I know for myself, I, I feel like a lot of the health issues that I've gone through, um, especially with thyroid and stuff has, has informed my direction. And I mean, it really is a, a big part of why I started this podcast because I was running into so many people who knew they had thyroid issues and their doctors were saying, oh, everything's normal. You're fine. Here, take an antidepressant because you're depressed because you feel like shit. And I thought, boy, people just, they need to be informed. They need to be inspired that, you know, and, and need to learn what they can do for themselves. Absolutely. I completely agree because a lot of times what we're given is a medication for the symptoms and we're not necessarily finding the cause. Right. Um, I, I was on some medications and honestly, that is what drove me down the alternative path because the side effects of the medication that I was on, I was not enjoying whatsoever and mm -hmm. I needed to get off of those as soon as possible mm -hmm. because it was so uncomfortable. Um, but, you know, I do believe that medicine has its place. I think if we can pull the two together is the best potential way for us to heal. Right. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. And everything is energy, right? I mean, we're mm -hmm. all connected through energy. So it, to me, it just, it makes sense to work from an energetic perspective. I like what I call the multi-pronged approach. You know, you work with whatever, <laughs> whatever you, <clears throat> excuse me work with whatever you think is helpful is going to be helpful mm -hmm. rather than I, I know somebody once said to me, well, how do you know what's working? I said, if I'm feeling better, I, I don't care <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, which <laughs> it is. I'm going to do whatever, take the supplements, do the energy work, get adjusted, whatever is needed to, mm -hmm. um, to, to get to feel better. Say if somebody isn't feeling very well and, and they want to try some kind of energy work, what what would you recommend? Like, do you consider acupuncture to be energy work at all? Or I do because it is affecting the meridians and meridians are the energetic pathways in our body. So I do consider that as um, an, a piece of energy work. Mm -hmm. um, what I normally tell people when they're looking or seeking something different is to try a whole bunch of things out. Usually we are drawn to something. So usually we have an idea of what we want to try. Sometimes we, we might be a little 
nervous to try it or unsure because we don't know what the expectation uh, result is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually we all have something that we, we think we might want to try and that, that you just go down that, down that path. We are all guided to what we feel is going to work best for us. And if mm-hmm. it doesn't work for us, then we're, it's just another stepping stone to what will work for us. I mean, it took me a while to get to the energy piece. Um, I tried a few things before I, I got to energy work and, and uh, you know, I feel like those experiences were educational mm-hmm. and allowed me to get to the point where I was. So even if it might not work first, you know, keep going, keep going because something is bound to work. Right. Maybe it's just a step along the path, but mm-hmm. isn't, isn't really where you need to go to, uh, to mm. have it work for you. Right. Well, I know I have a woman here who uh, is a very excellent Reiki practitioner. And in fact, I've been thinking to make another appointment because when I, after I leave her place, I really feel so much more grounded, so much more mm-hmm. calm, like mm-hmm. whatever issues are bothering me, it, they're just, it's like a non-issue, whatever they are, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. like everything's, everything's, I really feel, how to say it? Oh, I know, I, w- with confidence that everything's being handled. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's such a lovely feeling. And people will feel, you know, different grades of that. You know, some people will feel that immediately. Some people, depending on what's been going on in their lives, it could take a little bit of time for them to feel that that complete groundedness and that complete confidence. But I will say in all the sessions that I've done, people walk out of the room feeling different than when they walked in. And that is so wonderful to see. Right, right. Now, what about um, distance? versus somebody being in the room. What, how, what's, your, what's your take on doing, dis, do you do distance work? Absolutely, yes. In fact, a lot of my clients and individuals I work with are outside of the state. And especially now with COVID going on uh, for about a two months, I guess it was, we did all remote healings and remote mm. sessions, which is fine. Now, depending on the person, some people were very reluctant to try that because they just weren't sure how it would work. And I am happy to report that most folks said, I didn't think it was going to feel this good. I didn't think, you know, I didn't think it was going to be this great. So it's always good to have that option because, you know, sometimes there's snowstorms, there's your car breaks down, you, you can't just get to someplace. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes people have moved away and they still wanted to stay in contact and still have sessions with me. So that's a, it's a wonderful opportunity. Mm-hmm. So no, since we are energy and energetic beings, we can send energy, we can intend energy to be for a specific person. I'm sure we've all felt a point in time where we've thought of somebody and we call them up and they've been thinking of us. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of mm-hmm. the same thing. If we're thinking and we're intending those thoughts and those energies, it, it transcends time and space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, so your book, The Daily Cloak, and it's, it, well, let's see, you said it was only 42 pages. So something that you can easily read before you go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> and won't bum you out. <laughs> um, so with, with your book, now you're, once again, we're still talking about energy, um, but this is more about protecting yourself, I believe, uh, I did read it, from outside energetic influences that might be muddying your personal energetic space. Yes? Mm -hmm. Right. So it is a spiritual guide for energetic clearing and protecting. Both are equally as important, clearing and protecting, because clearing is, and what we mean by clearing, I guess I should say, is 
getting, uh, getting, I want to say get rid of, but releasing any emotional, mental, and physical potential issues that are kind of conjuring up in us so that we can be more clear in our thinking, in our responses to people. Um, and then the protection piece is protecting us from lots of different things, other people's thoughts and emotions, sound pollution, electromagnetic waves. I mean, all the new, you know, 5G, everything that's out there that is hitting us that we may not even be aware of, but we're still affected by it because it is energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So there's a difference between clearing and protection. Uh, so, yes. so yeah, maybe, maybe go into that a little bit more. So I'll give an example then. If I'm having a, let's just say, I'm having a day where I'm just feeling a little emotionally off, okay? okay. Mm -hmm. um, I can figure out what that is. It could just be I'm having an off day. It could be I had a conversation with a family member that triggered it or somebody, a friend of mine or something at work that triggered this offness, whatever we want to say. I need to clear through that emotion, whatever it is, if it's, a, if it's a sadness, if it's a feeling inadequate or feeling unworthy or feeling judged, whatever it is, I need to work through that and understand how I can release that because it's infringing upon my ability to bring my best foot forward, my best energy imprint forward for whatever I'm involved in next. Mm -hmm. So I would like to, at that point in time, what I will typically do is a number of things. I will meditate to see if I can get clear. I will journal to see if I can understand if there's some sort of emotional understanding I need from it. Um, I can journal through it. I'll talk with a trusted friend. I'll go exercise to get some clarity, whatever it is. And being out in nature is an awesome clearing thing. As we all know, people love the woods, the beach, the mountains. Um, there are lots of different ways to clear, but all that really means is getting you to a space where you feel sovereign, you feel um, emotionally, mentally clear and strong in what in, in your presence and what you're bringing to the next moment. Mm -hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then protection, how does that come in? So protection, again, this is something I, I do daily and sometimes multiple times a day, even with the clearing, but the protection this is one of the reasons why the book was written and so succinctly mm -hmm. and because uh, I really wanted to get it out now with everything that's been going on with 2020. I mean, mm -hmm. there's just, yeah. you name it, we've been going through it, right? <laughs> yes. And there are a lot of different emotions and stances and everybody's going through something, whether it's financial loss, political unrest, you know, they've been separated from their families with all the stay at home orders. So there's a lot going on. And what we want to do is also protect ourselves from those emotions, those external emotions that are, that are going on and potentially hitting us that we aren't even aware of. It could be that our coworkers are dealing with some inordinate amounts of stress. Uh, we're being affected by the global energy that's going on. So that is something we also want to make sure that we're protected from. So we're able to differentiate between what's going on outside of us and then what's going on inside of us. Mm -hmm. Inside of us, we can do something about. We can also do something on the outside. We can certainly pray. We can certainly determine how we want to interact with our friends, family, society, whatever it is when we do go out. Um, but being able to differentiate between the two is very helpful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you have any specific ways to help people differentiate between the two? I know sometimes I feel 
like a sadness and I have to go inside or I'll ask, okay, what percentage of this is me and what percentage mm -hmm. am I picking up from just everything that's going on? Okay. What I, what I have done in the past is ask one simple question. And that is, if this is not mine, please let it go. And I'm asking that of my higher self, of my angels, to release any energy that is not mine to deal with and process and just show me what is mine. Usually when we put up some sort of protection, it'll take about 60% of the energetic stuff that we're processing on a daily basis away. So that's why I think it's really important for us to have these energetic clearing and protective practices in place because it keeps us from doing unnecessary work on an ongoing basis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, uh, one, one story that might be helpful, mm -hmm. Robin Williams died. Um, I remember driving, I don't remember where I was driving to, but I remember being very sad and I could mm. not pinpoint for the life of me. I'm thinking I, I, things are going well. There's, you know, everybody's pretty healthy in my family. I'm not sure why I'm feeling this sad. And I realized when I got to this stoplight, it is because so many people are sad because of Robin Williams passing mm. and how mm. he passed. So I sat there for a moment. And I said, okay, if this isn't mine, please let it go. And I felt things wash away to a point where I was like, okay, that is what's going on. This really isn't mine. So let's send some healing to humanity for losing such a, a wonderful gift to the world. Mm -hmm. And that, I found that very helpful. Mm -hmm. That's that's awesome. I, that's a great story. So if this isn't mine, please let it go. Let it go. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. Let it go. Let it go. Are there daily things that you do to help? And I know some people are more sensitive. Like, you know, I've been I've been in the esoteric psychic area for a long time. And I feel like in general, I'm pretty well protected, but mm -hmm. I know I had to teach people what to do because a lot of people didn't, it seemed like they didn't have this kind of natural ability. And so I had to help people learn how to protect themselves because they were kind of more like sponges for everybody's mm -hmm. stuff. Mm hmm that is so true. Yeah, it's it's not, I mean, I will say it is more common than it has been. I've been doing this work for 20 years. And when I first started talking about energy and Reiki, especially people mm -hmm. thought it was not something good. So it's been very nice to see how energy awareness is more accepted, especially mm -hmm. in the medical field, but everywhere. And people are getting into crystals, people are getting into meditation, mindfulness, uh, and taking care of themselves, which is wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. There are so many different methods that that can be used, and that's part of what the the book describes. You know, color I find is incredibly wonderful. I love color because mm -hmm. uh, the colors can, you know, blue is awesome for communication and calming. White is great for purity. Red is good for passion and love. Uh, there's so many different ways you can apply color. So I, I don't know if that answers the question because the, your imagination is is really the limit in terms mm -hmm. of what you can do in using energy. If you can think it, if you can imagine it, you can use it to your benefit. So how are you using color? Are you using it as light, like colored light bulbs? Or or um, I know some people will use gels. They'll get uh, colored gels like from like they use on stage to to project color. Or is there... Or is there like a cool machine that projects colors? Or <laughs> there, there are lots of ways you can incorporate color. I like to keep it simple. 
and the color clothes that I wear are very important throughout the day. Um, the colors of different rooms in my home, different accent pieces, whether it's a, a cool gold pillow or a blue pillow or so, something that can give you that little pop of emotion that's associated with that color is helpful. I know some folks are very drawn to making sure that the colored car or bike that they ride is a certain color. They're very, very adamant about that. Mm -hmm. So because color is such an expression of who we are, but we can also use that as uh, a visualization. So I use color more in, in the ways everything that I said, but also as a surrounding myself in a bubble of light or mm -hmm. a column of light or surrounding a situation with multiple people or a community in that bubble of light too for protection, for clearing and adding some good intention behind that too. Mm -hmm. I like that because yeah, that's easy to do. You can close mm -hmm. your eyes and you can just visualize column, right? Or a bubble or a pyramid right. of light around you, or you could see it in front of you and step into it. Right. Right. Perfect. Yes, that is totally perfect. Mm -hmm. And I have met a few people though, who are unable to visualize. They find it very difficult to do so. And we do not need to visualize in order to use these techniques. Prayer is a wonderful way to include your energetic protection and clearing. Uh, music is another way to do so as well. I, I cannot emphasize the power of our spoken word, whether it's a prayer that we've learned from childhood or whether it's an intention that we've just conjured up from our hearts in the moment. The power of our spoken word is so powerful. I know I'm being redundant, um, but it's, mm -hmm. it's helpful. Mm -hmm. And I find that if you can visualize and you are able to articulate verbally what you want to intend and what you want to protect and what you want to clear, combining the two of them, the visualization and the power of the spoken word, just amps up the practice tremendously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, good point here, because it, it's funny, this just came up in my my animal communication lesson mm. that I, I watched yesterday about being able to visualize or imagine because there were a, a couple of people in the, in the class that was recorded for us who felt they couldn't imagine something or mm -hmm. visualize it. I think they're, I, I, I think the two words are pretty much interchangeable. Mm -hmm. um, but if I were to say to someone, imagine or visualize an elephant, everyone could do that, right? Mm -hmm. Unless they've never seen an elephant before. So mm -hmm. I think, and especially after listening to this lesson, everyone can visualize or imagine. They're, they just need to learn to trust it and to learn how to do it. Because, or if you say visualize a red ball, you know, immediately a red ball comes into your, into your mind's mm -hmm. eye, right? So I think we can all mm -hmm. do it. It's just a matter of maybe feeling comfortable with it or trusting it because I think a lot of times we don't trust our intuition. We don't, we don't trust those little, little hits that say, uh, take an umbrella, but it's sunny out, <laughs> you know, <laughs> True. right? Because I think we all have these abilities, but it's a matter of, you know, whether we listen and whether we trust. I know like for my, and I'm sure my listeners are tired of hearing this, but my team that helps me, mm -hmm. the more that I really listen and act on the information that I get, 
I get more and more, mm-hmm. even just finding things. It used to take me a lot longer to find things. And now it's, it's really fast. And I'm like, thanks guys, <laughs> guys and mm-hmm. gals up there <laughs> for helping me out so fast. It's because I trust, I trust what I get and I listen and I act on it. I do believe that it is about uh, allowing people the time to practice Mm -hmm. because the more they practice with it, like you said, the more they're able to get comfortable with it first and then allow things to evolve on their own and get better at it. Um, I find that the people who do practice this and especially for those that that are new to it, after a few weeks of doing so, things just start evolving for them. They kind of shift things on their own. Their imagination starts growing. And it's kind of fascinating to see what information they get. Mm-hmm. So it is being patient and being uh, allowing the, the time for yourself to get used to it mm-hmm. and, and, you know, integrate it. And, and I think trusting too, because I mm-hmm. know I was in a situation once where my intuition kept kicking in and I kept being told I was nuts, basically, that I was mm-hmm. wrong and that the information that I was getting that I felt was accurate was wrong. Well, it turns out I was, it was accurate, but Mm -hmm. I started doubting myself. Yeah. I think we've all been in that, that boat where we kind of kick ourselves after the fact because we knew, but we didn't act upon it or we didn't trust it. And I think it's those experiences that really help us to trust in the future because we know what that feels like. We know that that little nagging kind of thing is, but you know, this, you know, this is true. Who cares what everybody else is saying? You know, this, and you just need to go with it mm-hmm. and trust, like you said, that is so important. Mm-hmm. And that grows too with practice and time, as you know. Right, right. So really trusting yourself, trusting, um, because sometimes you can be around people who um, don't, we'll say, believe in energy, although I, I don't think there's anything to believe in, but, uh, <laughs> um, you know, and, and, and dis- discount your, uh, your intuitive knowing. And, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, maybe even finding a group of like-minded people or working with someone like yourself to help develop that and, and trust it. I think that can be really important. Yeah, definitely. And there are so many places that are turning up that offer this opportunity for people. And even some places will offer some free meditations or gatherings just so you can get used to that person's energy or fit, you know, to determine if it's somebody you want to work with and get a feel for the group before you really commit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I think that's helpful too. Mm-hmm. And I think online now, because of what's been going on with all this COVID stuff, a lot of people are offering free meditations, free energy practices for people. Right. Right. Yep. And I'm going to take advantage of this and plug mine. Please I, do. I'm offering, a, <laughs> I'm offering a monthly um, meditation. I'm calling it an alignment meditation where it kind of takes some of the uh, aspects of the book and make sure that we are discussing what people practice, if they have any questions on it, and then doing a whole alignment meditation to, to together and make sure that we feel that. that um, but it's also just good to have multiple people coming online to do that anyway. Absolutely. But that's on July 22nd, oh, Eastern cool. time, okay. 7 p.m. Now, and, and so you do that once a month? Mm-hmm. Yes. What platform are you using? Uh, that is via conference call right now. Okay. Okay. So once people sign up, you, you can sign up um, 
And I will send out the information. Like I said, it's free. Um, just email me or contact me via Facebook and I can send you that information. Okay. All right. So Facebook, do, is that the best way to connect with you? So you can, uh, I'm on Facebook as Pamela Awoya author, and you can message me there. I also have a website, PamelaAwoya.com, and I will spell that. That is P-A-M-E-L-A-A-L-O-I-A.com. And you can email me from there as well. Okay. Okay. So what other kinds of services do you offer for people? I offer a lot of different energy modalities. I call them energy sessions, and depending on whether um, the individual wants to go a certain route, or we check in with our guides and our angels that day and say, okay, this is going to be the best method for you. I, I will say most of them involve some sort of intu intuitive consultation mm -hmm. as we go through. Mm -hmm. So uh, things like Reiki, integrative energy therapy, magnified healing. I also do past life regression therapy, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. They all are. Mm -hmm. um, chakra balancing, um, angelic light weaving, crystal healing, sound wave energy. Um, then I also offer meditations and workshops both online and at different uh, healing centers around where I live. Mm. Well, you have a lot of tools in your toolbox, don't you? <laughs> it's fun. It's mm -hmm. just, it just leads, in, one leads into the next. And like I said, you're kind of drawn to what works for you or what you're interested in and then it just blossoms mm -hmm. it's, it's been a wonderful journey mm -hmm. challenging on some levels but wonderful at the same time challenging in what way as you had said earlier on when i started this no I, they, there was very little support very few people were doing what i was doing so finding people to walk with me while i was going through this journey and learning more about energy and how it affected me how it affected other people it was actually quite frowned upon in my immediate circle. So it took me a while to, um, to find the right people. Mm -hmm. And I guess the, the folks that have been in my tribe have shifted over the years, which is fine and expected. And then there's always the, the piece where I feel that spirit is asking you to do something that you might be a little uncomfortable doing. And it, and it brings you to further inner development and inner work to say, okay, mm -hmm. I, I need to get past this part of myself or improve this part of myself so I can do what I feel inspired to do. Mm -hmm. Although that can be challenging um, and frustrating on many levels, it always brings me to a better place and more um, productive and mm -hmm. heartful space after it's complete. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just thinking, since with the COVID, a mm -hmm. lot of people have been kind of stuck with their families. Yes, that is so <laughs> um, true. Yeah. What kinds of things could you suggest to people to help deal with, you know, friction, anger, um, you know, discord in, in the family to help smooth things over? I'm sure w even if you're not stuck inside uh, with, with a bunch of people, there's always family discord. And uh, what kinds of things would, would you suggest to people to help smooth things over? Yeah, th this is definitely a common topic, even without COVID. But yes, co COVID right. has kind of, you know, highlighted it a little bit more right. um, because family gatherings, holidays are always, okay, how do I protect myself? How do I prepare myself for this gathering? Um, and honestly, we should be doing this all the time, whether we're meeting mm -hmm. other folks right. or family. But 
family in particular, you know, they can push our buttons. So there's <laughs> lots of ways we can do this. My recommendation always is to, is to spend some time prior to the gathering and clearing yourself, uh, making sure that you bring the energy that you want to bring, whether it's a cautious energy, whether it's a clear but strong energy, and then um, sending some sort of clarity to the family gathering. If we go back to the color instance, I like using blue for, for families mm. because it does help calm things down. There's usually someone who's a little more angry than, than the rest of the group or, you know, you bring up politics or certain relationship <laughs> issues that can certainly, you know, trigger people who are angry. So mm -hmm. I like the color blue uh, for surrounding the entire gathering, whether it's the building or just the people involved, however you want to do it works wonderfully. That mm -hmm. also, blue is also helpful for communication. And I also like to use purple a lot. Purple helps transmute any of the negative energy that comes in um, mm -hmm. and it brings in a higher purpose. So if you're, if you feel open to using that that's helpful too um, colors you know whatever color works whatever color you feel drawn to is what I tell people to use and then what I love to do after that is bring in some sort of animal energy animal mm. energy yeah. has so many wonderful aspects to it whether it's the you know the the bear hug of a mother you know the mother's love of mm -hmm. the bear hug whether it is sitting in with the whale energy just floating through that massiveness but that calm communication that a whale has so many different um wonderful energies dolphins are one of my favorites to use mm. because mm -hmm. especially in family gatherings you can send that playfulness but that communication and that nurturing to everyone who's in that gathering mm -hmm. so the other thing to remember is to be aware of what your boundaries are if you are dealing with certain people outside of your family, would you have different boundaries for those that are in your family? So a lot of times we feel that our family infringes upon our boundaries uh, for whatever reasons, but if we can stay firm in what those boundaries are to our family members, just like we would non-family members, that's also helpful too. We, we tend to get ingrained into whatever family dynamic we're used to, and changing mm -hmm. that can shift the way people treat us and our families as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, I know I will be authentic here and say that it's easy for me to have compassion for mm -hmm. people outside of my family. Mm -hmm. It's much more difficult mm -hmm. for me to, to have that same kind of compassion for people in my family. And, and that's a very good point because that, that's where we need to take responsibility for what we're bringing. Right. Are mm -hmm. we bringing in judgment to the situation? Are we bringing in the expectation that so-and-so is going to kind of trigger me today. Uh, mm -hmm. What am I bringing? Mm -hmm. or, or am I bringing a, you know, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to be peaceful here. I'm not going to interact with certain people. I'm not going to, I'm going to stay away from certain topics. You know, what is the energy that I'm bringing? And that takes us out of being a victim of what's going on outside. And it puts us back in the driver's seat and said, okay, this is what I'm bringing. And if I can no longer bring this in that situation, then I either leave, I step away, or I, I communicate whatever that next step is but it's being responsible for what you're bringing because what the energy we bring has such ripple effects to everyone involved. Absolutely. I think that's a really good point because it's so easy to put it off onto someone else mm -hmm. who's doing whatever and not look at how are we, um, let's see, what's the word I want? You know, how, how are we exacerbating that or how are we 
are we feeding into it? Exactly. Yeah. How are we affecting it? And then how can we shift it? If we see something mm -hmm. happening that we don't want to be a part of, or we don't like, or we know we're um, outside of it enough to be objective about it, how can we kind of sneak in there and shift it a little bit, you know, kind mm -hmm. of like giving somebody a little smile or, or shifting it with a little bit of humor or distraction, whatever it is. Can we, mm -hmm. can we be skillful in doing that? Sometimes we can, sometimes we can't, but being aware of that is helpful. Right. Yeah. Right. I found that um, what helps me is um, because I, for me, and I think for a lot of people, if you can get out of your head and mm -hmm. in, into your heart, mm -hmm. um, that that helps a lot. And um, sometimes what I'll do is I'll visualize pulling up energy from the earth in through the bottom of my feet and in through my body into my heart and then pulling energy down from the universe, uh, God, goddess, whatever, mm -hmm. however you want to, creator, and bringing that down through the top of my head and into my heart and letting those energies mix in my heart and then kind of seeing that energy project out or move out into my space and then into the room and into the house and, and you know, just kind of see it keep rippling out um, into on, to the planet. I love that. I love that visual. And you bring up a very good point. And a lot of times when we're talking with people about clearing, protecting, we're thinking a lot about it. But mm -hmm. absolutely, the energy does come from our hearts. And I think that's what is so powerful about it is when we do drop into our hearts and we take the time to do so, our clearing and protective practices are exponentially um, impacted. So if mm -hmm. we are starting off in the mind is perfect, that's, that's, that's where we usually do start. But if we can bring it down into the heart and say, okay, what do we really desire here? What is in the best interest of everyone here? And allow the heart to mm -hmm. do the talking. That is a beautiful visual. Thanks for sharing that. Right. Oh, you're welcome. Well, I've often said that it's making decisions. Right with your mind mm -hmm. is not the best place mm -hmm. that because your mind can justify anything. Right. And, and if we instead go into our heart and, and see what our heart, our soul wants, mm -hmm. generally I find that that will be the best for us and it will be the best for everyone involved. And that, that we want to make decisions and choices from our heart and not from our head. Definitely, I totally agree. And usually when, when we do that, there's a security and a knowingness of the decision we've made. There's less of that, oh my gosh, am I making the right decision? That second guessing that can go on. The heart, the heart just tells you the way it is and there's no doubt in moving forward then. So if you're having a disagreement with someone, um, remember, Everything is, and, and I know this is so hard because even I can't get my head wrapped around this half the time. You know, it's it's all about you. It's all about mm -hmm. me. It's not about the other person. Mm -hmm. We want to, even I, with all I know and all I've studied all my life, even I still want to make it about the mm -hmm. other person uh, much of the time. So what would you recommend? So let's say somebody is going into, oh, okay, let's say... Um, your boss has called you in, they want to talk to you about something and you feel kind of nervous mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. it. What would you, what would you say to the person if they called you and said, uh, Pamela, what do I do? I've got this meeting tomorrow and I'm really nervous. And how should I prepare myself? 
I would say something similar to what we discussed in the family gathering kind of a thing. Um, meetings are usually um, really emotionally triggered too because they have some sort of importance to us. One of the things that mm -hmm. I will do on an ongoing basis and even before this interview, I, I usually send the, the people that are going to be part of the meeting, including myself, I start with myself, a column of white light and I'll send that white light to anyone else who's going to be part of that meeting so that we can raise our vibration, uh, get rid of or clear out anything that might be keeping us from having a pure and uplifted conversation, whether we're looking mm -hmm. for a, a solution to a problem or we are talking about some things that we dislike about each other, whatever it is, taking it from the highest level that we can and being as objective as possible. Mm -hmm. making sure that I am, because a lot of times what, the fear, what, why is that fear coming up? We may not have the time in that moment to understand what that fear is, depending on how quickly we have the meeting, but then taking some time after the fact and saying, okay, why am I afraid? Mm -hmm. What is, what is behind that? And seeing what kind of inner work we still need to do that is causing that fear. Is it because I'm afraid I'm going to be rejected? Am I going to be told I'm unworthy? Where within us, excuse me, is that fear coming from? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then trying to be as objective as possible, keeping our energy neutral in the moment can be a little difficult, especially when we're dealing with people might be attacking us or the way we work, or uh, we have a different viewpoint, especially with all the politics and things that have been going on. What, there are a few things that we can do. Um, what I recommend folks to do, you know, the breath is so important mm -hmm. in any point in time. So taking those three breaths or 10 seconds of breath is really helpful. Um, if you have time to go for a walk, clear your minds, that can be very helpful. Um, and then I'll always go into that meeting with a little bit of extra protection. If I know that I'm already feeling anxious about it, I will put in a couple layers of pink light around that, my heart, just to keep that protected. I may even put a little extra protection around my brain or some clearing around my brain so I can be thinking clearly and not go into some sort of mental spiral that is unproductive. And those are just a few of the things that, that we can do to try to maintain that neutrality in the moment. Mm -hmm. Good advice. This is awesome. I'd like to go back, Pamela, if we can, mm -hmm. to uh, health and how mm -hmm. energetic work can help with health issues. Well, just from my story alone, I, I do believe that energy, well, energetic health can be reflected in our physical health. Mm -hmm. Just the fact that I was able to have such an impact on my physical issues with just energy work, I believe it is, I believe there is a link. Now, I do also need to say that I'm not a medical doctor, mm -hmm. but I have in my experience, if there are folks who are experiencing some sort of discomfort, that doing energy work can usually alleviate some of the symptoms. I used to work in, um, I used to volunteer in hospice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I remember one time I went to this woman, well, several times, and she was very, very cantankerous. I mean, she couldn't speak, but she was unhappy when anybody came near her. Mm -hmm. She would try to spit on you. She just was not very nice to, to be around, quite honestly. Mm -hmm. So I would go and I'd do my Reiki, and then I would leave. 
And one of the times I did that, I had a nurse call me when I was on my way home after visiting this patient. And she asked me if I had just been there. And I said, yes. And she said, well, you're making my job a lot easier. She, I can bathe her. She's not trying to spit on me. She's not trying to bite me. Uh, can you tell me the next time you go so I can plan <laughs> my visit after you've been to see her? And I said, certainly. I mean, so if that isn't, you know, some sort of inclination of what energy work can do for folks, I, I, I love that story. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. great. That's great. And, and everything is energy anyway. I, you know, I mean, when, when somebody has a diagnosis of, say, diabetes, that didn't just happen, mm-hmm. right? That's been mm-hmm. developing for a long time. And it's my understanding that things start and develop on an energetic level first, and then it gradually becomes, the energy becomes denser and denser as it comes into our body, and then it gets kind of locked into our bodies are the cells of our body. But, but if we can clear things out energetically first, um, before kind of as a preventive measure, before they get locked into our body on the earth plane, on the mm-hmm. material, you know, then we can, I, I think, cause I, I see it as not only, you know, helping when you already have something going on, but to to help just keep it's kind of like a like I go I see my chiropractor every two weeks. He keeps me limber. He keeps mm-hmm. you know keeps this this older body going. You know and keep, keeps mm-hmm. the keeps the 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 spine uh, moving and, and the cerebral spinal fluid moving and and I see energy work like that too, where it should be part of our daily even even our your own personal energy work, whether it's what you're doing for yourself. Or if you're mm-hmm. going to see someone, you know, just to keep things clear, keep the energy flowing so that there aren't uh, stuck areas where the energy is getting blocked. And I think overall, we can feel much clearer, much calmer, much more grounded. Exactly. If we, if we do that on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. There, there's, since we are energetic beings and if we are doing some sort of regular energetic practice of clearing, protecting, visiting someone to help us out with that, it's giving our body less, uh, our body has less than that it needs to filter out or potentially absorb and then process. So I, I completely agree with you. And, and the more we do that, you're right, the more vitality we have, the, the less reactive we are, we can be less anxious, we can develop better coping skills. You know, we can create a better positive outlook on life. These are all positive influences that I found for myself as well as others have found when they employ these practices on a regular basis. It shifts things for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really does. And sometimes it can be subtle, you know, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily mm-hmm. hitting you over the head. If you look for it, you can see like little changes. And I find that when I'm working on myself, I will see changes in the people I'm interacting with too. Mm-hmm. It's like, cause the mm-hmm. energy that what I'm putting out is different. And so I'm getting a different response. So you don't always have to change, which you can't do anyway, someone else. But if you change yourself and change the, the frequency, the, uh, the, the type of energy that you're putting out to others, you're going to get a different response back. Absolutely. Definitely. That, that's right on. 
And that's the whole point of the ripple effects. You know, the, mm-hmm. what energy we bring has those ripple effects so that other people can then respond to those ripple effects differently. Right. It's lovely. It right. really is lovely when we start seeing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. When you start experiencing it and seeing how your, in fact, you can experiment with it. You can experiment with your energy and how you're approaching someone or something. Mm-hmm. Animals are great for that because mm-hmm. they're so intuitive and so connected. You know, my dog knows when I'm sad. My dog knows when I'm happy. She can, she can tell what's going on and what kind of energy I'm putting out, what kind of vibes I'm putting out. Um, she mm-hmm. definitely responds to. Yeah, and it's really interesting, too, to see how some pets respond to regular energetic clearing as well. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had a couple of individuals they, who have started to clear their homes on a regular basis. And they see a difference in their pets where they either sleep more or they are more active. They're less anxious. It's, it's really neat just to hear what people's responses are in their pets and, and how once they've incorporated it, things shift that they didn't even consider would be shifting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So for those of you who would like to experiment with this, I see my myself, this human body that I'm in. This is my big experiment. <laughs> so we we all have our our personal experiment vehicles, and um, you know, a good place. It seems to me like the Daily Cloak, Pamela's book, is a really good place to start. It it will give you the information that you need to feel comfortable starting to play around with it, have fun with it, and experiment with it, and see see what happens. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that's the fun part, even though there are some in, in the back of the book, there are some step-by-step processes for folks to try. Mm-hmm. The fun part comes in once you've done that for a while and you allow things to kind of evolve on their own and your imagination, your imagination kind of takes over and your intuition picks up. Mm-hmm. So you're able to then just fully be in the moment with that clearing and, and that protecting. And that's when it starts getting really fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think the main thing is really, I mean, energy work is quote unquote serious stuff, but the main thing is to have fun with it and to take a, mm-hmm. I think take a lighthearted approach to it is a good idea. Yes, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. Keep it lighthearted. And also, I know we say the daily cloak, and, and I would highly recommend doing some sort of energy clearing and energy protection every day, even sometimes multiple times a day, depending on what's going on. But you know your schedule better than anybody else does. It doesn't take long to do this. You can spend a couple seconds, a couple minutes doing this work. So it doesn't take too long. But do so in a cadence and a frequency that works best for you. I always tell people any practice is better than no practice at all. Wise. Yes. Wise words. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Because I think a lot of times we think we've got to do like this whole hour long or this whole mm. half hour long thing. And you don't, it can be something yeah. in the moment, kind of right. on the fly. I think sometimes if you, if in the beginning, if you take more time, to learn how to do things and to have it become a part of you, then it becomes really easy to, uh, to do quickly. Like I do a, a chakra clearing exercise that I learned from Selena Maitreya. 
the recording that I have, it's, it's like a half hour thing, but I can do it now in like two minutes. You know, mm-hmm. I can go through it really quickly because I have that foundation of, you know, a longer, more involved uh, process, but I can mm-hmm. definitely do the same thing in a couple of minutes. Yeah, exactly. The practice does definitely help with that. The other thing is sometimes having a go-to point my, my go-to clearing and protection is a white light, a mm-hmm. column of white light. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I will use that if I have two seconds to think about something or, I, you know, I'm in the middle of a situation and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I need some extra protection. And I'll just throw that up as quickly as I can. But then it's always lovely to go through something that's more involved. And ha- I, when I have the time to really consider and speak from the heart, what clearing, what protection is needed. Mm-hmm. Well, what just came to me too is a good time to do it is before you fall asleep and clearing Mm -hmm. out all of the energy that you've picked up from everyone during the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Probably a good idea too. I think, yeah, I think there's no right or wrong way to do it. The the end of day is awesome to do it beginning of the day too. Mm -hmm. Again, wherever it fits in with people's schedules or whenever you think about it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when you think about it, that's when you when you really need it. Too. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. little sign that it's you should do something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been great, Pamela. So uh, can you explain to people once again how to get a hold of you, how to work with you, what you have to offer? Sure. If you would like to uh, schedule a session on some energetic healings or uh, want to see what I offer in terms of workshops and upcoming meditations, you can go to my website and that's PamelaAloya.com. That's P-A-M-E-L-A-A-L-O-I-A.com. You can also find me on Facebook at Pamela Aloya Author. And I'm also on LinkedIn as the same Pamela Aloya Author. And you can purchase the Daily Cloak at both Amazon as well as Barnes & Noble. Um, You can also purchase it directly through me. And within a couple of weeks, you should be able to purchase it at your local bookstore. Great. Great. Well, thank you so much. Have you, is there anything that you feel you want to add that we haven't covered or? I really want to thank you for having me on this, uh, on this podcast. I think the information, the work that we're doing is, is so important. So I do want to thank everybody out there who's already doing this work because anything that we do to uplift humanity, especially at this time, is incredibly important and productive. So I want to thank everybody for that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it. Oh, great. Thanks, Pamela. It's really been uh, lovely speaking with you. And I I know that, you know, if everybody, if each person just did one little thing to tweak the energy, the the vibes, whatever you want to call it, that they're putting out so that it's more from the heart, not from the head, more compassion, clearer, clearer energy, more neutral without judgment. Um, all mm. of this work that you're, that you're sharing with people can help with that. And, and if each person made an effort to do that, maybe just once a day in some little interaction with someone, uh, we can really help to change the world. I do believe that. I wholeheartedly concur. Very well stated. Yes, I believe that too. Thank you. Thank you, Pamela. You take care. Thank you, Janine. This has been delightful. Thanks. Thank you, Pamela Aloya. Did I say it right this time?
Yes, you did. Yay! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Pamela, for sharing your work with us. We all want to feel safe and we all want to feel and be in alignment. The podcast website is realjanine.com where you can listen to or download episodes and click on links to all of my guest information. And remember, as always, Janine is J-A-N-E-A-N. To subscribe to Keeping It Real with Janine, go to your favorite podcast provider and check out my podcast YouTube channel with video slideshows of all my conversations for those of you who prefer using YouTube. Do you know someone who would benefit from my conversation with Pamela Aloya? Please share with your family and friends. I think everyone can benefit from this conversation. There's a little nugget in here for everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be well.